0: Hola, 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 and welcome to Ayuda, I Filled Spanish. This podcast is for all of you who have tanked a Spanish class or really struggled to connect with it. I'm dedicating it to all of the fun elements of teaching Spanish. I am Jameson, your new virtual Spanish teacher, and join me as I try my darndest to teach my star estudiante, Michael or Miguel, as much conversational Spanish as I can in one summer. Michael, how you doing?
1: Hola, mi profesor. I am doing good. Thank you. Um, Hola, mi amo Miguel. Um, Yo tengo 28 años y uh, muy feliz uh, hoy. So thanks. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you, professor.
0: I love it. So as you know, Michael, we've been working a bit on the building blocks of Spanish, getting you those fundamentals on how to communicate well, such as the verb ser, which is our classic Shakespearean verb. And last week we talked about how to express uh, what you have to do or things that you have. So we talked about tener, a verb that means to have. And we talked about how old you are. We talked about how many years you have versus how many years you are. Things you have to do, all of that. Are we tracking? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. All right, well, I'm excited about it. Michael, just for our listeners and listeners, as kind of a little warm up, think right now, how old are you? I know you already told us, but could you introduce yourself and tell me where you're from, de donde eres, y cuántos años tienes?
1: Um, sí, mi profesor. Um, hola, me llamo Miguel. Uh, yo tengo 28 años y uh, soy de. um. Soy americana, uh, americano. Soy, americano. Uh, soy de Chattanooga, Tennessee, um, southeast mm. of the Estados Unidos.
0: I love it. And for those of you guys that are just tuning in, as hopefully most of you already know, we are in different spots. Michael, why are we recording in different places?
1: Okay. Well, yeah. So I said I'm from Chattanooga. I'm currently in New York. It's where I live. It's where I um exist right now in my journey and you live in Chattanooga actually where I'm from um and we are recording in different places because we will not let distance we will not let covid stop us from bettering ourselves educating ourselves reaching out and extending to the greater community and that's why we're here is because we're making mobile media matter
0: i love it yeah so In Spanish, I would say, yo estoy en Chattanooga, because I am right now located in Chattanooga. Pero yo soy de Chicago.
1: Chicago. So, okay, you would say, how do you say you are in again?
0: Yeah, we're going to use that verb estar. And the rhyme I like to use is for how you feel and where you are or are located, always use the verb estar. So, yo estoy en Chattanooga. Tú estás en Nueva York. And that's what you do.
1: Tú estás en Chattanooga, pero mm-hmm. um, soy de
0: Chicago. Excelente. So, well, yes. So, like, yo estoy en Chattanooga, pero yo soy de Chicago. Tú estás en Nueva York, pero tú eres...
1: Tú eres
0: de, de yes, tu eres. Chattanooga. Killing it. All right, Miguel. Today, I thought I would take us through how to express things that we need, whether that's an object or an action, something I need to do, or some item that I need. And the lesson today, I had a little bit of help from a YouTube video from a channel I love called Fluency Prof. Check them out if you're ever interested in learning some great, uh, clear instructions on conversational Spanish. If you are sitting in your house, take out a piece of paper. This is one of the key lessons that I love to teach when I was a classroom teacher, I would love to teach my students, and I'd say, get out that clean piece of paper. If you get this lesson, if you track with me, Spanish is going to be 10 times easier for you the rest of the course. So if you have that piece of paper, you have that pencil, you are good to go. ¿Listo? You ready? Sí. Excellent. Listo. All right, so before we talk about things that we need or need to do, I want to explain the concept of verbs in Spanish. So we've already talked a little bit about this with our verb ser, our verb tener. But, big picture, in Spanish we have three types of verbs. And those verbs are going to be either an AR verb, an ER verb, or an IR verb. Now you may hear that and say, what the heck does that mean? When I say an AR, ER, or IR verb, I'm referring to the ending of the infinitive. And as we know from SERD, an infinitive is the most basic form of the verb, which just means to plus the verb. So we have three categories. We have AR, ER, and IR verbs. The verb we're going to focus on today to walk through this is an AR verb. Which means what, Michael? If I say it's AR, that means that what?
1: Um that means that it is the infinitive.
0: Yep, so we're going with an infinitive and how does that infinitive end?
1: With the two letters A and R, so we know that this word, this verb will end with A-R.
0: Exactly. Okay, I
1: I just didn't know if that was the, if, yeah, it just sounded a little too simple, but I guess that's the question you were
0: asking. Exactly right. Yeah, it is simple, but it's just a good reminder to think, like, when I say an A-R verb, I mean that the verb literally ends in A-R. Now, there are hundreds of A-R verbs in Spanish, and they all follow the exact same pattern of conjugation, which I'll get to in a minute. Uh, the verb we're going to use today is necesitar and that's spelled n e c e s i t a r in English n e c e s i t a r necesitar Michael since you're an absolute pro at our juego de vocabulario what might necesitar mean
1: to need
0: To need looks like the word necessitate in English. So we're going to associate that with needing something. And yes, our verb is to need necessitar. So when I have necessitar by itself, it literally means to need. Now, as we talked through the verb ser a few episodes ago, I talked about saying like, yo soy de Chicago. I am from Chicago. And we have that thing called a conjugation which is the form of the verb, I have to conjugate my verb necesitar. Because, Michael, to say yo necesitar uh, un taco is in English translating to I to need a taco. Yeah, yeah. Instead of saying I need a taco, I'm saying like I, I to need a taco. So right. what we do it's, is called... This is
1: doing what we do in English, but just automatically, mm-hmm. you know? So we just have to learn it in Spanish. This is actually yeah. sounding yeah. fun.
0: Exactly. I love it. We're going to go back to that verb chart that we talked about okay. a couple episodes. So we're making those abs if you want to. And again, this is just oh, a good. trick to help people. Obviously, would you do this in Mexico as you're on the street? No, but if it helps for your brain to create that chart, fantastic. Make those abs. It's a six pack. So when we have Necessitar, we are going to do a process called conjugation and conjugation is changing the end of your verbs to agree with the subject. So when I change that AR, I'm going to put on a different ending to make sure that it agrees with my subject. Giving you a crash course of what our options are for AR, and this applies for pretty much every single AR verb. For my yo, my I, I'm going to get O. Oh. For my tu, you, casual, I'm going to get that as, O, oh, as, so that's AS. And for that l el, a and usted, They all share the exact same ending, and this is why sometimes I need to say usted or él or ella. We're going to have a. So on my left side of those abs, my singular side, I'm going to have oas a. Then we're going to jump over to the plural side, and for nosotros or nosotras, if it's a group of all girls and you are a part of that and you are a girl, self-identifying, you would go with amos, A-M-O-S. If we're going to take our plane to, where are we going?
1: Spain.
0: There we go. Playing to Spain. For our vosotros, which is the y'all casual version in Spain, we're going to have ice. And that is A with an accent. So A-I-S, A-I-S, the accent over the A. And then finally for ellos, ellas, and ustedes, that's going to be an, A-N. They share the exact same ending. So you have six endings for an AR verb. We have O, AS, A, AMOS, ICE, and AN. How are we doing? Very good. Wonderful. So, Michael, really, with a standard AR verb like necessitar, when I conjugate it, step one, I identify my stem, which is necessit, and my ending, which is ar. I'm going to step two, drop that ar, A-R. And then step three, I'm going to add my new ending, which could be dependent, well, it is dependent upon my subject. So that's either going to be o, as, a. Ah, Amos, ice, or on. So, Michael, if I say, hey, we need, in Spanish, what would I say?
1: If you were saying we
0: need? We need, yeah, that nosotros.
1: Um, uh, I guess you would say, let me look at my
0: chart. I love it.
1: Neci, neci,
0: necesitamos? Exactly right, Necesitamos.
1: Necesitamos.
0: Necesitamos tacos. We need tacos. Necesitamos hablar español. We need to talk or to speak Spanish. All right. So now that we have the basic structure there, we're going to focus on the yo. We're going to go very personal. And if I want to say I need, Michael, take that same concept of what you did with nosotros. ¿Cómo se dice I need? And ¿cómo se dice mm-hmm. for those of you guys that need a brush up is how does one say? So ¿cómo se dice I need in español?
1: So this one I know um, because yo, um, I just, I mean, yeah, I don't know why it's just more familiar, but it would be necesito
0: Exactly right. So when I have yo necesito, I can attach anything that I actually need onto the end and it's going to create an entire sentence. So I want to give you a couple of examples. And these are things that I came up with in partnership again with the fluency prof YouTube video, as well as things that I thought might be helpful for when you are in Mexico. Uh, If you guys are listening and thinking about going to Mexico or traveling at all once the pandemic is under control, it might be nice for you to take some notes or just think about trying to repeat these on your own. So we have that yo necesito, which means I need, and we know that we can attach an object or an action to that. Now, I want to start with a couple of directional or places um, that we could add to the yo necesito. For example, and Michael, let me give them to you in Spanish. You give them back to me in English and see if we can figure out what I'm trying to say. If I say, yo necesito ir al aeropuerto, what do you think I'm telling you?
1: That you need to go to the airport.
0: Exactly right. Exactly right. And so a small detail for you guys is when you have two verbs right next to each other, because we just said, yo necesito, and then the verb ir, which is to go, Sometimes I want to use the infinitive. And so I'm going to leave it in that infinitive. The first one, the first verb we use always gets conjugated. The second verb is going to stay in its infinitive. Again, example for you guys is, yo necesito ir al aeropuerto. I need to go to the airport. Yo necesito ir al aeropuerto. Take a moment, Michael, why don't you say that to me? And if you're listening, why don't you guys give it a shot and try saying it out loud.
1: So I have a question. Do you need to put the article for the subject? Good Um, question. Yeah.
0: No, you do not. Okay. Okay. You do not. And the reason is because with this one specifically, with yo, that O, when I say necesito, tells my listener that I am saying I. Because the O ending only works for the verb uh, when it's partnered with yo, or the I?
1: Oh, I meant for airport. Is is aeropuerto air, the airport?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, so great question. Totally my bad. Listening to you now. Um, when we say al aeropuerto, that's actually a, a contraction in Spanish, and many of my former students will know exactly what I'm talking about. When we say al It is actually two words, A plus L. The Spanish language Mm -hmm. was designed to be beautiful. And so when you have A and L together, you have a glottal stop that occurs that you don't necessarily want to have because it makes it super choppy. So it sounds almost like you're choking or something because you go A L and you have Mm -hmm. to do that stop. So instead, they combined them and made it AL. So the noun is El Aeropuerto. And ir a is to go to. So we combine it all and we make it ir al aeropuerto. And we do include that article there.
1: Okay, so it would be yo necesito ir al aeropuerto?
0: Al aeropuerto. Al aeropuerto.
1: Aero? Aero? Mm -hmm. Aeropuerto.
0: Yeah, it's A-E-R-O-P-U-E-R-T-O. Aeropuerto.
1: Yo necesito ir al aeropuerto.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you ever have those times when you say a word enough and all of a sudden it just sounds odd? Yes. You know what talking about? Which,
1: which one is that happening for you?
0: Aeropuerto. Like, I'm looking at it. I'm saying it. I'm hearing it. And I was like, this, it's, it's just funky. Funky, funky. Aeropuerto. The,
1: the funky thing is just the, I, I can say aeropuerto, but... Picturing the I uh, A E is just tripping me up.
0: Yeah, aeropuerto.
1: Aeropuerto. Aeropuerto. It. Yeah, it's weird. All right, I very good. It. I'll practice that word. <laughs> I need awesome. to practice certain words. Like if I get them in rhythm, then they become a lot more comfortable. And then when when they show up in context, it actually is a lot um oh, yeah. more. It's just more comfortable in the mouth, you know.
0: For sure. Well, and I also think that the aeropuerto, obviously, as you travel, is one of the most important. And the amount of times that I've had to grab an Uber or uh, a Lyft in, I don't know, Barcelona, Spain, wherever, I mean, wherever I can get my Uber at like three in the morning with my Mm -hmm. luggage. And I just say, ah, bueno, yo necesito ir al aeropuerto. And then they know exactly where they're taking me. It's such a helpful phrase because without saying the entire address, all you say is, ah, yo necesito ir al aeropuerto. And they say, okay, great, let's go. And then they drive you there, you know? So you're communicating without all the details, but still getting to where you need to go. Another word that we could use if you're going to try and go somewhere is uh, el restaurante, which might be hypothetically what?
1: Hypothetically, (laughs) it might be a restaurant.
0: Exactly. And then our third one would just be el hotel. I know, another big one. Could be?
1: El hotel. Maybe uh, a hotel.
0: Oh my gosh, he's fluent. (laughs) Uh, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Uh, two Perfect. more that I wanted to give you specifically as you guys travel through Mexico. One might be A La Playa, which you might know this one already from Duolingo, but any idea what La Playa is? The beach. The beach. The beach, the beach. The beach. Exactly oh, right. Oh, really? La Playa. Yeah, A La Playa. Oh, good. And then my favorite one, which is super specific to Mexico, and one of my all-time favorite artists and favorite artist of a dear friend, Uh, this artist is Frida Kahlo and she has a house in Mexico where she lived and it is called La Casa Azul, La Casa Azul. So if you're in Mexico, you get in the Lyft or the Uber and you say, ah, bueno, yo necesito ir a La Casa Azul. Mm -hmm. What am I trying to say? Literally, La Casa Azul. That
1: you need to go to the blue house.
0: Exactly. So Frida Kahlo had this blue house. There's so much history behind it. Um, You can actually take virtual tours of it. Some art is associated with it. It's a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal experience that I highly encourage you to check out while you guys are in Mexico. We will do. Yeah. So we have a lot of destinations that you can go. Now, to wrap it up, you might say that you need items as well. So a couple that I want to just give you. This is a little bit of vocab extra. Some food. Yo necesito, claro, like hay tacos y burritos y flautas. But an empanada, you know what an empanada is? Yes, wonderful. I know what it is. And
1: yeah, I've had them, but like, I don't, I, I don't know how to make one. You know, but I yeah. know what they
0: are. One of my absolute best friends, she makes empanadas from Chile, and they're so good. My, I feel like I have an aunt who used to make them that I probably haven't seen her in years. So we might say, "Yo necesito una empanada. Yo necesito." comer. I need to eat. Yo necesito comida. I need food. Uh, One of my favorite dishes is picadillo. It's a Cuban hash. That's fantastic. It's got some ground beef, some potatoes, some wine. You have your trifecta of Cuban cooking, which is your green onion, or not green onion, green pepper, your onion, your garlic, a sofrito, some might call it, and you're going to put it all together and make a picadillo. You could say Mm. yo necesito café. Yo necesito café. Oh yes, I
1: need that one. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, you How might would need... you say
1: cold brew or iced coffee?
0: Ooh, Judy, take it away. That's on you. I would say café helado. I mean, helado by itself is ice cream. hielo, uh, si, café hielo. Pretty much, if you can communicate what you're trying to say, even if the terminology is not perfect, you'll probably get the product that you're looking for. If I want to go even more deep, I might say yo necesito mis amigos. Durante coronavirus, el coronavirus, I need my friends during this coronavirus. And for all of you guys listening, yo necesito ayuda. Michael, have we actually talked about what ayuda means?
1: <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if we have maybe once, but uh yeah, should we?
0: I believe we should. Ayuda in Spanish translates to the English help. So when I say yo necesito ayuda, One, you do need the podcast because you're listening to us now. (laughs) But if you want to take it big picture, it's a phenomenal expression because you're saying, Hey, I need help. Whether that's in life, that's on your homework, that is in becoming the person that you want to be, expressing, Yo necesito ayuda, can actually be a really powerful phrase that you can use with people. And yeah, or in order to share how you're feeling, how you're doing and one of the most powerful ways to share what you need, you know?
1: Muy elegante.
0: Gracias. All right, so before we get to the homework, because I do have a special challenge for you that is going to tie to what we just talked about with the ayuda, I do want to pop over to my favorite segment where Michael cheats his way through, our juego de vocabulario, (laughs) our vocab game. Hey Siri, it's me, Michael, I'm back. Um, (laughs) The way that this works is I have four words for you. I'm going to give them to you in Spanish. Michael is then going to guess
1: mm-hmm. what
0: they are in English and then talk us through his process of how he got there. For those of you guys listening, <laughs> your goal is to beat Michael by guessing what those words might mean. Are you ready, Miguel?
1: I am ready.
0: I take it. All right. The first word is a verb. And the verb is vivir.
1: Vivir to live.
0: Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Judy, oh, yeah. for carrying the paper with him. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you some screenshots that'll explain why I might be good on this vocab. Okay. I'm on a 26-day streak on Duolingo. Thank you.
0: Heck yeah. Let's go with another verb, and I want you to tell me okay. what kind of verb this is, by the way that I pronounce it, uh, okay. of our three categories. The verb is dibujar.
1: Dibujar?
0: Mm-hmm. Is that ER, or I-R?
1: That's A R. Uh, yeah, yes, A R.
0: Right? Dibujar.
1: <sighs> is it to divulge?
0: No, <laughs> no. Like divulge? Is, okay. Bueno, es una acción en la clase de arte, y antes de recibir un tatuaje, el artista dibuja.
1: Draw to draw.
0: There we go. Yes, it is to draw. What got you there?
1: Your explanation <laughs> in español. I was tracking. You were saying, going to get a tattoo. You bring a tattoo to an the artist. They uh-huh. have to. What is it? Draw. And then, honestly, as soon as <laughs> you said class of day art, I was like, oh right. And you know what? You know what's weird. The 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 word for pen is just so long. Bolígrafo. Yeah, it's very beautiful. It's pretty, but it's just much longer than pen.
0: You know, so you can also shorten that to un boli. Yo necesito what? un boli. B- B-O-L-I. Boli.
1: That's, that's it. That's where I know. it's at. I know. That's awesome. Okay, cool. All
0: right, number three. El sueño. It's a noun. El sueño. El sueño. The
1: sun? No. It's not the sun. I know what the sun is. I'm I'm being a cla- I'm I'm being the the guy right now, like oh S U N must be sun. Okay, <laughs> let me take that back. All right. Okay, so I got to be honest. I have no idea. So I'm right. gonna say the swan. Well, yeah, I don't know. Do you want a clue? Yeah, I'll take a clue. I didn't know that was an option.
0: Always an option. It's our podcast. Oh,
1: good. <laughs> Gracias, mi perfe. Professor.
0: De nada. all right so el sueño ocurre durante la noche cuando duermas or cuando duermes oh my gosh
1: can you y, repeat the clue oh
0: yeah cuando tú duermes tienes unos sueños son como filmes de la mente
1: i have no idea
0: all right i will give you this one this is a success for me and judy uh a sueño is a dream. A dream. I know, That's I know.
1: That's probably why I couldn't put my finger on it.
0: Exactly. All right, and the last one for you to wrap it up. Let's see how everybody does. It is That's A, a good noun. One. You guys got me. You like that one?
1: yeah, I really like that one. That's good. Onda right. and sueño are probably my two favorites so far.
0: All right, well, let's see where this final one ranks. It is a noun called la nube.
1: La nube, the noob. Uh, that's uh what nube. every single
0: student says when we teach them this one. Such Are you noob. serious? Yes, literally. I'm going to edit
1: this out, <laughs> dude. I do not want to be that guy. Okay.
0: La nube, the noun. Or it is a noun. That's um, not what it means.
1: Can I have a hint?
0: Yeah. I, en el cielo, I, el sol, I, las nubes. La lluvia está en la nube. Hace frío cuando hay muchas nubes.
1: Um, when it's cold, you need lots of... <laughs> yeah, I don't... I'm, I'm going to pass on this one. All right, I'm, we're going My 50%. head is hung in shame. Yeah, I'm, I'm shame. I'm full of shame.
0: Hey, okay, we'll take it. La nube is going to be the cloud. Ah... Why can't I, I guess any of my favorite things? <laughs> you got Tatuaje. That's all that matters this season.
1: It's true, but why tattoo anything if I don't if I can't recognize it when I hear it?
0: You're not wrong. That's a good point. Well, that's your Juego de vocabulario this semana. We finally are. I went breaking out on a guess. miss. <laughs> No, dude, it's, that feels awful. You're losing, I'm winning. This is progress made for me and Judy. And speaking of Judy, Judy, it's time for Sabes K, our favorite part where we get to share a little bit of cultural knowledge that Judy takes time to research every week, things she finds interesting. Take it away.
2: Dun, da, da, dun. Do you know that Sabes K means do you know? Hello. Um, well, first of all, I want to say, I think Michael thought Cielo meant uh, frio. I think he confused Cielo. You knew he okay, so this is my fun fact. I thought it was important to talk about our country for a little bit, about how many people here speak Spanish. Um, so I didn't get any current status, but I found some information from the 2000 census, which was 20 years ago, which means that these numbers are low compared to what's happening now. But in that, it said 41 million people, five or older, speak Spanish. And in the U.S. in 2000, there were 282 million people. So 41 out of 280 are Spanish speaking. And then the really fascinating thing for me was that about half of those Spanish speaking people also speak English, which is interesting and not true the other way. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: how many people do you think would honestly say that they speak Spanish very well as heritage English speakers? In the right, United
2: right, States? right. Because it's not the same both ways. No. Anyway, that's what I got.
0: Well, thank you, Judy. And Adios. Adios. Nada. <laughs> All of no, us. Oh, words. no one said thank you. He <laughs> yeah. did. Oh. I did. I did. I did. Uh-huh. Well, Across to bring this to a close, thank you, Judy. As we wrap up, I just want to say again, thank you to you guys. And my gift to you is going to be some tarea, meaning homework. So it is Tuesday, which means it is What a regalo. What a regalo. Yes, because it is Tuesday, make sure that you guys have checked our Instagram for this or last week's Taki Tuesday winner. And to our winner, congratulations. Make sure that you are checking your mail as we are going to get those Takis to you ASAP. This speaking assignment this week, which is our Talky Tuesday challenge for all of you guys, you have a week to share it with us. Uh, either send it to us via email on that email list if you've not yet signed up, do that, or just send it to us on our Instagram. The way that you can win is you need to make a video of yourself sharing in Spanish what you need in life to be successful, joyful, and confident. Michael, this is your challenge. You need to think about it a little bit, and then maybe you'll have to look up some words, get some more vocab. But what I want to hear from everybody is, what do you need in life in order to feel successful, joyful, and confident? So, for example, mine is, Yo necesito mis amigos, un café con leche, y la oportunidad de desarrollar y crecer en la vida. In English, I need my friends, some coffee with milk or cream, and the opportunity to develop and grow in life. Wow. I know. We're going deep this week. We're going deep. So it can be as fun as you guys want. It can also be as deep as you guys want. What we are looking at is, did you do the assignment? How's your pronunciation? And then did you put any thought behind it? Michael? I can't wait to see what you come up with. And my second task for you all as your media assignment is do your Duolingo, but try bumping it up by five minutes a day this week. Maybe it's just for a week. Maybe you're able to take it from five to 10 minutes or 10 to 15, whatever that is for you. Bump it up five minutes a day this week. See if you make a bit more progress or is it beyond overwhelming? Sound good?
1: It sounds great. And I'm going to continue to send you my homework that I am doing. Um, I like that the homework is all digital and I can like do it on my own time and send it to you. Yeah. Um, it makes it like it makes me want to do it more.
0: Yeah. Well, and hopefully for all of our listeners, our goal is to respond to all of you when you send in your submissions for the week. And so if you are not, please make sure that you DM us again on Instagram and say hi or hola. You have not <laughs> responded to me. And call us out because we want to make sure that we are interacting with you guys to make sure that this works. If, though, you have not followed us yet, please do follow us on Instagram at Spanish. And as we progress through the series, we will be doing a whole bunch of exciting, interactive projects and challenges. As you know, this week is a little bit deeper, but it can also be fun. And if you have not yet, feel free to join our email list. That link is in our bio on Instagram at Spanish. And even if you didn't fail Spanish, that's okay. Help us turn our failure into flourishing on this podcast by joining the exciting journey. Hasta luego. And Michael, take it away.
1: Adios.
0: Ayuda is produced by Rock Rising. Follow us on Instagram at IfailedSpanish to learn along with us. Adios. Hasta luego. Hasta pronto. Hasta mañana. Chao.